live from the ESPN 690 and Jaron Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Hey, Jason Kelsey. Screw you. How about that? How's that to start the show? Casey, make sure that you take Jason Kelsey in that. Yeah, do that. Jason Kelsey, don't. Don't talk about stuff you don't know. And say it's from Brent A.S. Jackson, not Austin Lee. That's right. Because I actually know Jason. Jason Kelsey. Yeah. We have the the same Johnson these days. I mean, what is that? Let's go. Well, welcome. Hey, Jason Kelsey, come on down. Come on down to String Sports Brewery here on a Thursday. And uh, you you tell us after you leave, after a few days in Jacksonville, of how uh, the Jaguars fans are and if they care or not. What happened to not being concerned about the national narrative? I'm not. That's just one guy. Well, now it's actually Keyshawn. So, yeah, I guess I am a little concerned. There we go. Uh, but uh, I actually don't look as much as the uh, ESPN thing as a lot of people are looking at that as Keyshawn. What are you talking about? I like Dan Orlovsky going to bat for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I look at it as more like, hey, this guy, I know he does his work, right? I know he looks at tape. I know he's looking at all the young quarterbacks. And Orlovsky, I'm not saying whatever Orlovsky says is always true and he's always right and he's going to be 100% right, but I like the fact that a guy that does really deep dive into it a lot and has had the reputation to do so thinks highly of Trevor Lawrence and what he's doing right now and can separate the first couple of weeks versus the last month. And I know that Keyshawn Johnson probably has watched uh, maybe six minutes combined this year of Jacksonville Jaguars football. <laughs> well, know? no, and, and, and that's definitely the biggest thing because when, when you're a national head like that, um, you know, I, I think you watch the NFL from a broad scope. Maybe Keyshawn still has his team that he follows, but overall you have to kind of, you know, insert yourself in every single game. Well, yeah. let's be honest. The Jaguars are a pretty low-scoring team, so they're not really an NFL red zone that much. And the only really primetime game that you could really watch was the Thursday night game, unless Keyshawn gets up early. Um, then he probably saw the, 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 the Sunday morning game against Miami as well. How much he watched? Probably not that much, because obviously I think his opinions and, um, you know, his, I guess, just his homework that he did kind of fell on, you know, deaf ears let's just say because it didn't really make a lot of sense yeah we'll uh, we'll talk about that a little bit uh, by the way if you can uh, watch on facebook youtube twitter or twitch uh go ahead and take a peek there austin lane because uh well there's a, a whiteboard message for jason kelsey uh from submarine mike <laughs> <laughs> let's see what we got here clicking in. austin should rock bottom jason kelsey <laughs> uh yeah, submarine mike. i hear you He's here to redeem his uh, Brent Bizevier, and he brought the whiteboard with lights. Yeah. I mean, he's really upgraded since the last time you broke out the whiteboard, Austin. No, man, I don't even know where my whiteboard is anymore. It's just, uh, you know, I think it was one of the expenses things that just got cut from our budget, unfortunately. So if Cox Media Group wants to get me a new one with some markers, by all means, please do. <laughs> yes, a new one. We can maybe try to do that. Uh, yeah. We can get you a new whiteboard. It's been a while. Like, stay in your lane. The whiteboard, it kind of disappeared right around pandemic time. Mm-hmm. We haven't brought them back. We are now holding out for sponsorship opportunities. Oh, yeah. That's, the, you know, that stuff's going to cost you now, basically. And, and we'll see what shock your mind if we get something next year going with that as well. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I've already got that in the works. Oh, I nice. I can throw that a little bit more, or at least I can think I can. I can try to. Um, is... Uh, but anyway, the Jason, does that Jason Kelsey stuff bother you? Do you just kind of laugh it off? Um, and if people don't know, 
Uh, he basically said, I'd rather play in, in a place like Philly and where people are going to be hard on you and all this stuff. Is that kind of context than um, a place like Jacksonville where nobody cares? Yeah, I mean, obviously people care, okay? Like, that that wasn't a really cool thing to say uh, from Jason Kelsey's perspective. But I always got a little more of an edge when people, like, were booing me or, or like, calling me choice language. I mean, I'm, I'm reminded of Oakland. I'm reminded of New York. Um, you know, those are really the two that stick out to me. I, I never got a chance to play in Philly. We played Philly, it seemed like, three times in Jacksonville, but I never got a chance to play in Philly. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't know. Like, truth be told, I'm not really offended by that because to me, like, in terms of a home field advantage, I really only played in two spots that actually had a true home field advantage that I thought, and that was uh, that was Kansas City and Seattle. Like, where the crowd was so loud, it actually, like, affected us on defense and our calls. Now, obviously, if you're a quarterback or you're on the offensive side of the ball, then things are different. So I can't speak from that perspective, but I'm just speaking from the places that I played in. It was Kansas City um, and, you know, Seattle that were the two that kind of stood out to me. As far as the so home field advantage. Yeah, and apparently you only care about your team if you throw snowballs at Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. <laughs> and batteries at, at baseball players. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I mean, is that what it takes, right? Uh, listen, uh, Philly's a, an unbelievable sports town. It's fantastic. The fans are crazy and wild, and they've got a persona to be, um, much like a New York fan, right? And if you go to Fenway Park, Boston fans have this kind of label to them. But there's a lot of places that don't have labels to fans. It doesn't mean that uh, you don't care. Pay attention a little bit, Jason Kelsey, I guess is the me mesh, uh, message uh, from here in Jacksonville. Do a little bit more homework. Uh, than you've done. And it was kind of nice of uh, Bucky Brooks to come to the defense of... Uh, I see, you, you, we do talk about this from time to time, right? Yeah. Uh, the fans do care about this stuff. The no, fans, of course. I, I, and you do a little bit more than I do at times. Um, I don't like specifically when players take shots. I didn't like when players uh, took shots. I thought it was a little outside the bounds when players took shots at, like, Blake Bortles. Um, over those years. I think Luan was one, but he wasn't the only one. I think it was Kansas City, and I forget who it was. But I, I just was like, that seems a little, it's like a fraternity, isn't it? Uh, so to take a shot at another player seems, well, there's not even a built-in rivalry. Now, Tennessee could maybe argue a little bit differently, of course, but I thought that was a little weak at the time uh, as players were taking. It's one thing for fans to take shot, media to take shot. I thought that was a little out of bounds when they did that to Bortles. Mm. Um, this one just feels a little... It, this When you take a shot at the fan base or the city or the organization, or it's just... I don't know if it's out of bounds. It's just ignorant because you really don't have um, a good grasp of it. And by the way, Jacksonville is used to this because we've dealt with this so many times uh, with the national media who, kind of like Keyshawn Johnson's thing on Trevor Lawrence yesterday, really doesn't watch a lot of Jacksonville, have a good understanding for Jacksonville, uh, been to Jacksonville that much, uh, have a feel of the heartbeat. They just know that, eh, you know what, they're not on Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, haven't been in the playoffs. Uh, we don't know if their fan base even exists. You know, that's kind of the way they, they throw it out there, and they don't think they're going to get that much backlash because maybe it's a smaller market team. But it's definitely done in an ignorant way. Um, over the time, I don't really care that much about that stuff. But I would just say do your homework a little more, Jason Kelsey, because well, you have no clue what's going on. But, I mean, has Jason Kelsey played in Jacksonville before? I think somebody said he might have played a couple of times. Okay. Um, 
Let's see, how many times has he played here before Duval 45 says once or twice? How the hell would he know? Jacks have historically been bad, but Detroit, Cleveland have been much worse. Why the hate? I don't get it. Um, so, yeah, I don't... Well, I mean, first of all, you have to know who Jason... Kel like, are you surprised, though? I mean, yeah, like... because Kelsey's that guy, right? <laughs> yeah, He's for like, sure. That's... You, you know you know him well? I mean, I, I've talked to him a couple times, yes. Yeah, how do you... I forget. I thought when his name came up today, I thought you knew him... But when, what, what's the story with how you know him? We have the same have agent. The same agent? Yeah, we have the same agent. Okay. I, oh, well, so. I mean, we used to, yeah. I don't know okay. if he still has the same representation now, but we he did um, back when I played. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you have that same representation now, we're going to have to ask you to resign. Oh, we okay, man. any association with Jason Kelsey. All right, man. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I'm, I'm more offended of what Keyshawn Johnson said more than Jason Kelsey because Jason Kelsey's been in the league for, what, 10 years now? Um, yeah. He's played all over. Like, yeah, I don't like the fact that he said Jacksonville fans don't care because obviously they do. I mean, that that was kind of a dumb thing to say on Jason Kelsey's part. Um, but that's kind of who he is. He, he enjoys playing the heel. So, like, I'm... Like, where Jason Kelsey's at, this is a guy who wore, you know, like the, the whole New Orleans getup, like a gesture when, uh, a, a gesture or whatever, when the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl. All right? You saw yeah. who he was wearing there. This is who he is. So, like, I don't, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I really don't care what he has to say. Kind of like Taylor Luan. I mean, you know, Taylor Luan's got a reputation. Um, it, it is what it is. Like, yeah, I'll clap back on Twitter if I feel like I want to, but... I'm, I'm not going to really give Jason Kelsey the time of the day. I mean, the guy's played all around in the NFL. He's been into probably every single city, so he knows hard places to play and easy places to play. I don't know where Jacksonville stands for him. I, knew, I do know that the fans care and everything, but in terms of, like, obviously the, the, the home field advantage and the crowd noise, well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure in terms of decibel level and all that stuff, I'm not sure where Jacksonville ranks. He played here once, by the way. He played here once? Yeah. 10-28-2018. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he only well, no, played. Actually, no, that was uh, according to a real MVP who just chimed in on this. He played once in Jackson a preseason game. The time you're referencing, I think, was in uh, London, Casey. Then you might want to tell ProFootballReference.com. They play. It said Jacksonville. It says at Jax. Well, at Jax is different. That's a home game for Jacksonville, even though it's in London. Well, he only so. played 98% of the snaps. What a loser! <laughs> play 100% guy. Well, I think special teams like long snapping. Uh, so but anyway, still, uh, he has yeah, you see what happened to my totally. mic in here, by the way? No, what happened? Oh, it broke. Yep. Is it hanging from yeah, he's, he's, he's holding it right now. Yeah, yeah not that good. happens from time to time. Um, you got to fix that. Or you're just not going to talk much today. Probably that. Or you're not going to be able to push buttons. One of the two. Three. Whatever that is. Uh, we are live at String Sports Brewery. What bothers you more? Uh, you just said it. Keyshawn Johnson? Not knowing anything about Trevor Lawrence, the number one overall pick, and not really knowing how he's doing and saying that wins only matter. I mean, it's Justin Fields. It's one thing to say Mac Jones, but the Justin Fields stuff kind of threw me for it. It's like, really? I mean, have you watched Justin Fields play? Have you seen some of the numbers? Even mm -hmm. if you just want to look at box scores, you look at Justin Fields, you can't really be like throwing that guy out there as part of your defense. Uh, but you kind of think Keyshawn bothered you a little bit more, huh? Well, Keyshawn bothered me a little more because in terms of your resume and your homework, like, at least Kelsey's been to Jacksonville and played here before, at least once. We're not sure if it's yeah, twice yeah. or not. Um, with Keyshawn, it was just the fact of you, you saw a couple highlights, you checked a couple box scores, and then that's your opinion. And, and Keyshawn's job is an NFL analyst. Jason Kelsey's job is not to say who has good fan bases and who has bad fan bases. <laughs> so, you know, once again... Not worried about Jason Kelsey. Keyshawn, yeah. though, like, you're, you're kind of in a position at ESPN where, you know, I mean, I, I feel like you got to do some homework. You know, if, if you're going to make 
you know, these hot takes, if you will, you, you better bring something concrete. You know, you, you, you better die on those hills. And I'm just not sure in terms of the way he justified that whole statement, if anything really stuck. Casey, do you have the Keyshawn audio? Or not ready? Um... I yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he is ready. He's fixing his microphone right now. I was wondering. <laughs> he's got a lot going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we Put can wait on the nope, Keyshawn. Nope, I think it's coming right now. Uh, so here's basically this. And, and by the way, Keyshawn uh, is kind of the bad guy in this segment. But uh, if you could, this is going to be radio. You can't see Dan Orlovsky's face the whole time. The face of Dan Orlovsky says this. Oh, yeah. It's a gift for sure. Yeah. But uh, just listen to this is kind of what this I will say this. This has been wild on my social media, on my Twitter feed today and since last night. So people are really uh, caught up in this moment that happened on ESPN. I don't mind where Trevor Lawrence is right now as a rookie. He is certainly growing and getting better each week. But this whole putting him in once in a lifetime generational quarterback, all of give me some damn wins. That's mm -hmm. all I care about, because those type of guys. They win football games. And it, so when you talk about Jamar Chase as a wide receiver, as the fifth pick, he's helping his team win games. Mm. You can tell me all about he's learning, he's climbing the pocket, he's looking great, he's sliding, he's doing all those things. Help me win games. Yes, he did a good job in London. They beat Miami. He delivered the football in sync. He's getting better. His interceptions are down. Mm. No question about it. But don't take him and keep pushing him up because Justin Fields is helping his team win. Mac Jones is certainly putting his team in position to help them win. And the New England Patriots don't have as much talent as we think they have. Whoa, 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 whoa. Not at all. Your knock on Trevor Lawrence is that they haven't won enough you gotta, yet? You got to win some games, man. Gee, they were the number one pick give, for a reason. Give me a reason to keep pushing you at the top. That's the first all. game this year that their defense gave up less than 23 was the game they won. Just give me that. Give me that, Dan. That's all I ask. But, Key, they're... He's, Troy Aikman on one in fifteen his rookie year. Peyton Manning yeah, had but, three and but, but at one in fifteen, games. at one in fifteen with Troy Aikman, we were not sitting around saying once in a lifetime generational quarterback. We were not. We were not saying that. Okay, Peyton Manning. We said okay, we were saying you, that about Peyton. No, Manning? no, you were not. You were saying he. You were saying Peyton Manning is going to be good. Eventually, Peyton Manning got to the point where you was like, oh, this is ridiculous. Kid. I just think that the hype, like Phil talked about, there's no difference to me. Now, I ain't no quarterback. Then two of the other quarterbacks, maybe even three of those quarterbacks that came out in the draft with him that I would have said could have been the number one guy. This year? Yes. Ain't no way. Absolutely. Not, not through six weeks this season. Man. It's not close. I think Mac Jones is playing good football. It's not even close if Mac compared Jones, to what if Trevor Mac Jones could have been number two, as you predicted, to three. the San Francisco three, yes. the San Francisco 49ers, why couldn't he have been one? Because he ain't why not? Ta they're the talent. If Justin Fields, Justin Fields couldn't have been one? No, not. Look look I, at the play, Keith. I look, look want quarterbacks that's going to help my team win, not hype. That's all I'm saying. Justin Fields is on a 3-3 three and three football team because the team that drafted him was in the playoffs last year, moved up in the draft to go get him. That's a big deal. Lamar Jackson's team went to go get him. Josh Allen's team went to go get him. Patrick Mahomes' team went to go get him. To be the number one pick, he's getting, not about... He's, he's getting better, like I said. Man. He's playing... He's big time. He is he's getting the there. Guy. He is he the getting guy. there. I'll, I'm going to wait and see. He's the guy. 
So that is Keyshawn and Dan Orlovsky on ESPN. I mean, it was pretty wild. Again, you have to kind of see Dan Orlovsky's face, and I tweeted that out yesterday. Uh, it's got a ton of reaction on social media. But Orlovsky, I think, is really good, by the way. And I'm not a, a Keyshawn hater. I, I mean, that's fine. He He's part of the morning show that uh, we play on ESPN 690. By the way, they had Dewan Smoot on this morning uh, right here on ESPN 690. We'll hear from them uh, a little bit later on. So it's just sometimes you just can tell. I mean, Chris Broussard just had this problem, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who, who he's even working for now. I don't know where that came from, but um, he really messed up talking about the NFL. We've seen that happen to Stephen A. before talking about the NFL. You just got to be careful on these national broadcasts um, to just kind of throw stuff out there. And I, I feel like Keyshawn did a little bit of that because if you look at the first two games versus the last four games when it comes to Trevor Lawrence, it's it's really good. Like, it has been good. And I'm not a football guru from the quarterback position. Orlovsky, what he's saying about fields and what he's even saying about Mac Jones and saying it's not even close and, uh, you know, this guy is the real deal. And then the context, Austin, which is kind of lost on me because I didn't see the whole segment. I just saw what was tweeted out. But, like, people haven't really been – like, it's not like coming off the London game, people are like, that's why he's a generational quarterback, you know? Nobody's saying that about Trevor. They were saying that back in the draft. So yeah. uh, I think there's still plenty of time to prove you're a generational quarterback. And by the way, Peyton Manning won, was viewed as a generational quarterback. Like, people thought right away Peyton Manning was going to be great. I don't know about Troy Aikman as much. I don't remember that. I don't think that. But definitely about Peyton Manning, that was the case. So Keyshawn got a little bit lost here. But I think this is less about Keyshawn. I think what people should take and what, what people be excited about is what Orlovsky is saying. And I'm not, listen, I like Dan Orlovsky. I'm not saying he's going to be right 100% of the time. But this is a guy that deep dives into the quarterback stuff and these rookies and other quarterbacks. And he showed another play today, kind of doubled down on Trevor. And uh, I tweeted that one or retweeted that one out too. I think this guy does know his stuff and he sees some different things. And if you follow Orlovsky and what he's saying about Trevor, there's a lot of reason to be excited here in Jacksonville. And to be honest with you, I think that's what people should feed off in Jacksonville is that they got a guy that's going to be around for a long time and do special things. Yeah, when we talk about, you know, generational talents, yes, that name, that title was dubbed to Trevor Lawrence. And the issue with that is when you set him on such a pedestal, and this was the, the very first caveat I said about Trevor Lawrence, is people got to temper their expectations a little bit because the guys around him, it's not like it was with the Chargers last year with Keenan Allen and Hunter Henry and Austin Eckler where Justin Herbert came in right away and blew the doors off the league, right? Like Trevor Lawrence isn't going to pass for over 4,000 yards, probably. Maybe he will, but probably. He's not going to throw for 31 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Probably not. So, like, people want to say once in a generation, once in a generation, well, they expect right away for a rookie quarterback to come in and put up those type of numbers. And it's not going to happen if you don't have the guys around you. I don't care how talented you are. It just doesn't happen like that. It takes time. It takes some sort of talent. So I liked Arlovsky's point there by saying, I mean, you know, the, the teams that drafted Justin Fields and Mac Jones, um, you know, and Trey Lance, like those teams are more set up to win right now than the Jacksonville Jaguars are. And, and that's not a surprise to anybody. That's what we all expected going into the season. Now, the goal, obviously, is to keep on building and building, and by the time it's two or three years down the road, Trevor Lawrence is going to be that elite guy, that once-in-a-generation type guy, and the Jaguars are going to be winning. That's the outlook. That's the plan. Now, is that going to happen? I have no idea. But if you just watch the film of the throws that Trevor has made, there's been some very great throws, some throws that these other rookie quarterbacks I think haven't made yet, and I've, I've watched a lot of their throws as well. So if you go just what you see on film, 
yeah, Trevor Lawrence is, is, could be a special once-in-a-generational type talent. I hope he is. But you just can't go off the box score and watching highlights here or there and say, yeah, he's a good quarterback or he's not a good quarterback. And you can't go off a team's record, um, especially in a quarterback's rookie year. Yeah, and by the way, he did play above the X's and O's at times the other day to help win that football game and put him in position as guys were dropping passes and holding penalties and second and 16s and other big-time plays. Um, you know, Joe Burrow's interesting. Justin Herbert's a different story last year. Uh, Burrow probably more applicable to the Trevor Lawrence uh, of this year. So we continue to keep an eye on it, but I think I see steady growth and a lot of wins uh, coming his way if he continues to play this way. We're live at String Sports Brewery. More to come as uh, it's everybody against Jacksonville Day here on a Thursday. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. We love you, Dan Orlovsky. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Is there music playing, Casey, right now? Because if so, I don't hear it very well. No, it's not. I mean, uh, I don't hear it either if there was. I thought I started to hear music, and I was like, okay, because I always wonder. I'm like, all right, are we going to hear from somebody here or no? Um, and so I thought I heard. I'm hearing things. That's the case. Uh, that is happening. Uh, Brent Martin, Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690, String Sports Brewery. You guys now believe me that the Red Sox stink? I mean, not really, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I they're... Mean, they're, they're in the championship, man. Uh, you know, I know. But they've they allowed 17 runs in six through the ninth inning the last two days. Yeah. Like, that is not good baseball. Sure. <laughs> I mean, and now they can't hit. It's crazy. Uh, it's over. That's okay. Uh, the, the Astros are probably better. It was a nice run. They overachieved. Um, you know, maybe they, come, maybe they surprise everybody. I just don't see it happening. It uh, looks like Astros woke up. I was stunned that the Dodgers hadn't really woken up. Mm -hmm. And what a win for Atlanta. I mean, that was a great win. I, I, I think people understand. You follow sports. You understand the flow. And I don't really know if it's momentum. Baseball momentum doesn't carry over day to day. I do think you feel good about hitting. You want to just keep hitting. And you, you don't want to take a break. And it's hard to keep that for over a week, over three days, over ten days. The Red Sox are proving that, right? They just that You cannot sustain hitting like that for that long. Um, one guy or a team. So... It's wild to me, though, that the Dodgers, I just thought when it felt like it shifted the series. We all feel that sometimes. And to, to go out and beat a team that's probably better than you on paper, I think most people would agree, in their place, 24 hours after that happened, man, oh, man, it tells me a lot about the Braves. And uh, now you, you feel like they got the kahunas, you know, to go out and win the World Series. That's what it showed me. No, for sure. I mean, that was a statement win for sure by the Atlanta Braves. You know, I think we all kind of thought that the momentum was changing addresses, if you will. But no, they stuck to their area code. And you, you mentioned it. I mean, this, that was a, a huge game for them. Now you got Freed back on the mound, who is kind of their go-to guy. Um, yeah, and uh, has L.A. come out with a pitcher yet? Casey, uh, do Casey. we know? No, probably not. Yeah, so... Is Casey not talking in this show now? Oh, no, Mike he's... Is dead. No, he's just doing some work, man. Hey, he's just doing some work. <laughs> Dang, Brent, get off Casey for a second. Well, I just wonder who's boycotting the mic. I didn't no, know. No, no, but I'm looking it up right now. Max Freed, and it is undecided for the Dodgers. So, yeah, I would say advantage Atlanta right now, depending what uh, the Dodgers want to do for this game. I, I think the Braves uh, would be a good story. 
um, to, to win. I, I think people are tired of the Dodgers, and I think they're tired of the Astros. And you know what? Quite frankly, I think uh, you could make the case people are tired of the Red Sox. <laughs> they yeah. have won four World Series since 2004. You know, I mean, it's been a nice run for the Red Sox. And there are team people like to hate anyway. I don't really find too many people hating the Braves. I understand the NL East. I understand, you know, the, the Mets and the Nationals fans, and they, they would say so. Uh, I just don't think there are, there's a lot to hate about the uh, the Atlanta Braves. You know, I mean, Freddie Freeman's one of the all-world guys. Uh, the, the Braves haven't won or been in a World Series since 1999. They flopped and kind of blew it last year up 3-1 against the Dodgers. Uh, they've had numerous injuries this year. I think they're a likable team, man, and I know they're liked by a lot of people around here because of the regional feel, but I just think the Braves are a likable team, and, and I know yeah. they beat your team, so Jacques you're like No, I, I, don't, I don't like Jacques Peterson, all right? I, I just I don't like Jacques Peterson, don't like what he stands for, don't like your stupid pearl necklace. Like, it's crazy because I was so adamant about saying, hey, let's let baseball players be baseball players. If they want to rock their chains outside of their, of their uniforms, then so be it. If they want to rock crazy haircuts or dreads, then so be it. Like, let's let's give way to the new school baseball player. Let's let them be individuals because it's going to be great for the sport. And then Jacques Peterson had to come over and absolutely just make a mockery of what I was trying to say and rock this stupid grandma's pearl necklace. And now I, I'm off the wagon. Nope. Take the necklaces away. Too, too new school for me. Go back to the old way. Tuck in those uniforms. Wear those hats correctly because Jacques Peterson had to ruin it for everybody. Congratulations, Braves. You ruined baseball. I think <laughs> all because of Jacques Peterson. Have you seen that? You've seen the necklace. It's stupid. Uh, I have seen it. No, and, I've seen and, it. And his explanation it's... of why he wears it, which I can't say because I'll get fined, is stupid as well. Yeah, I think it's kind of uh, – I'm a little surprised – because of the pearls <laughs> that Major League Baseball allows it. Like, it's one thing to have a chain, I think. But I don't know, the pearls seem like that could be something they wouldn't allow on your uniform, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I guess well, uh, these guys wear a lot of jewelry now. If you go all the way back to Manny Ramirez and Acuna, I think, was one that wears a, a lot of jewelry, too. So I don't know how those guys play in chains to begin with. Yeah. But um, so slide, you figure you'd lose something. Mm -hmm. uh, but so here's the thing. If it comes out later down the line and it's like it's like a tribute to a family member that passed or something, then I'll be the first one to apologize to Jacques Peterson and say, okay, that's a pretty cool tribute. That's a pretty cool, cool momentum. But all I have to go off of right now of Peterson is he essentially said something that Cardi B would say, which, once again, I can't repeat. He said he's a bad some word, and I can't repeat it, but that's what he said. And, and, and that was his explanation of why he wears the pearl necklace. So that's all I have to go off of, Jacques Peterson. So once again, you're ruining baseball. I think it looks stupid. Uh, I have a thought about the Braves fans in Jacksonville. Submarine Mike's here with the whiteboard. I, I kind of miss the whiteboard, so I'm kind of glad Submarine Mike is here. He's here to redeem his Brent buys a beer here at String Sports Brewery. So here he is. He was on the board. We take him off the board. We'll put somebody else on the board today. So if you're on the board, get on out to Strings and make sure you redeem it. You have 30 days to do so. And he says baseball players dream they are hockey players. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really think that's true. You know why? Let's be honest. Baseball players probably a little too soft overall to be hockey players. That's uh, the baseball players yeah, are soft, yeah. a little soft to be hockey players. I think. Like yeah. they, I don't think they dream about that. Uh, I don't know if anybody that like I think I think there are, there are certain athletes that wishes they could skate and mm -hmm. play the game of hockey fast. You know, Jalen Ramsey hit people and yeah. You, uh, you remember when Jalen Ramsey said it could take him what a year or something? Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah, what was it? What was he doing? Was that 
Buffalo? Was that a whole spat with the, the Sabres? With Jalen Ramsey? Yeah. I don't think so. I think it was I just... it was specific to a team, no? I, I, maybe, like, a, a hockey player called them out. Yeah, I, if think I remember, kind of but like I think the whole thing. I remember thing, what you're talking about. Yeah, I think it was just like in terms of the athleticism, and if he wanted to, he could be in the NHL or something like that in a couple years. Yeah, I don't know if baseball. I don't. I don't know if baseball players could do that. But obviously, uh, Summary Mike's big Iceman fan, a big hockey fan. Oh so yeah, that's where he's going with it. Where I'm going with this is, um, Casey's a Rays fan. He's from kind of the Tampa area. You're a Brewers fan. I'm a Red Sox fan, and for obvious reasons, uh, my kid's a Rays fan. The Rays did not exist back in the day. So if you like a team in Major League Baseball, there's a really good chance that if you're from this area, Jacksonville area, you like the Braves. And the Braves and the Cubs, by the way, automatically have some built-in fan base across the country because of their availability on from WGN to TBS, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. way back in the day before everybody could get everything. And so I get it, but there is like a... There's this thing that I've always thought about in, in Jacksonville because I look at the ratings, and I don't think there are a lot of hardcore Jacksonville Major League Baseball fans. I think there are baseball fans. I think college baseball does really well. I think from the Suns to the Shrimp do very well. Mm-hmm. But I think that's so spread out in nature of the MLB yeah, you might. You have some Braves for, for sure, and the Braves have been a bit sleepy over the last couple of decades. You have Red Sox and Yankees because Red Sox and Yankees fans are everywhere. I uh, don't see a lot of Marlins, although you do have some homegrown Marlin fans and homegrown Rays fans. Uh, but it's not just like this. Wow, man, there's a lot of fans uh, that, that really love baseball. Even though it's a great baseball area. I mean, high school baseball, youth baseball, college baseball, minor league baseball is really strong. So it's always been an interesting dynamic. But now you're seeing the Braves fans come out of the woodwork, aren't you? And, and by the way, I don't say this in a negative connotation. That's okay. Like, you should. Uh, but it, it's like this time, last time, uh, last year during this time, and, and really I feel it more this time around, maybe because that was a shortened season, that now you feel the Braves fans for the first time in a long time. I would imagine the 90s were like this. I wasn't here. Okay, I got here in 2008. So the 90s when the Braves were really killing it and winning all the division titles and in World Series, I'm assuming it was like this. Yeah. But I feel like now that Braves fan has really come to the forefront in Jacksonville. And, and quite frankly, I think you could walk down the street and never know some people were Braves fans to begin with. No, sure. I mean, to, to me, it, it varies from two things, whether it's the fandom that you see on social media or, or the fandom that you see in real life. And obviously being in Jacksonville, it's made up of, of people from all over the country. So, um, yeah, it, it, it could be rare to see, like, you know, Braves fans rocking the hats or rocking uh, the shirts, the jerseys, you name it. I think from the social media perspective, I think, you know, with baseball, it's a long and tedious season, and there's a lot of games being played. So, to me, like, if you want to support that fandom, I mean, it's hard to keep up to date. Oh, hey, you know, they win again, they lose again, like, nonstop. As opposed to, uh, you know, the NBA, where you had Atlanta Atlanta Hawks fans that came out of nowhere, and NBA is kind of like... NBA kind of seems like the cool thing in terms of social media to cheer for and, and to have the memes and the gifts and everything. Well, and the younger kids, right? And the younger kids. And obviously, too, we're talking about Georgia, talking about football, which has been down right now in terms of the NFL. But you also have the Georgia Bulldogs and things of that nature as well. Yeah, you have a lot of things to like around here and a yeah. lot of areas to pull from 
when you're talking baseball specifically at a major league level because you can go Miami, you could go Tampa, you can go Atlanta, and you could go really the national brands of the Cubs, the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Dodgers, the, the rest of them. So, like, I understand it. And, again, I'm not knocking Braves fan. I think this is cool to see Braves fans come to life. I've just watched the ratings over the years that we carry Fox Baseball on a Saturday in July, and it's not like, whoa, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but baseball is so strong in this area. And, and you know, we, I talk about it all the time, promote it a lot, and love it. I, I think it's unbelievable, the talent. If you think about, I always say this, you think about the big leaguers that have come out of this area, yet you don't get that feel that people in this area really care that much about big league baseball. Yeah. Uh, so it's a wild dynamic to me. But in many respects, the, the root of this conversation and the reality of this conversation is, well, you got to give them something to cheer for and kind of pull them back into it. And I think Braves fans are doing that these last couple of years. They're an exciting team. They hit the bottom for a while. They built it up. And here we are now, one win away from the World Series, and I think you're going to feel the Braves fans here in Northeast Florida. It's a lot like the Orlando Magic, Austin. The Magic are two hours away, and... I mean, you could go a month around here and never see a, a magic jersey or hat or shirt. Well, I mean, who, <laughs> whose jersey would you wear right now? Hey, by the <laughs> way, why are the Jags publicly tweeting good luck to the magic? I think uh, the magic did that earlier in the year. So they're well, trying to... It, it made no sense because the Bucks did it. The, the Rays did it. The Lightning did it. The really? Jags did it. Like, it makes no... Like, why the Jags jumped. It just seemed very odd. Sorry, well, Miami. I think if you go back to the Magic, they w I don't know if the Magic did that to Tampa and the Jags and the Dolphins or whatever, but if you go back, I remember at the start of the football season, the Magic kind of did the same thing on social media. I think this was a returning of the favor um, and showing some. Imagine being a Jags and Magic fan. Oh, they're, they're out there, right now. But my point is I, I see a lot of Jags fans for obvious reasons. I don't see a lot of Magic hats and shirts and jerseys. But you're right. You'd have to go back to Shaq and Grant Hill probably, right? <laughs> oh, go and give me a Penny Hardway one all day, man. Hey, that was my hey, dude. Yeah. That's right. That's a good point. Uh, we'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690 Live from String Sports Brewery here on a Thursday. Here until 6 o'clock. Jaguars all access tonight as well. 7 until 7.30. You can watch it on Fox 30. But come on out. It's a beautiful day here in Springfield. It's tough, you know, we, we, we came back to Boston exactly where we wanted to be. You know, we were 1-1, you know, even took the lead in that game one. Um, just kind of two games away, that's, that's tough. Any way you cut it, doesn't matter. You got to take at least one of those. Not in a good spot going back to Houston. Um, there's no denying that, but this team won two games in the playoffs back to back before, and you know, we think we can do it again. Yeah, that's really all it is. I mean, you win game six. In any seven-game series, you feel pretty good. You, you have what would be the so-called momentum. Uh, so we'll see if the Red Sox can do it. I, I just don't think they're good enough. I mean, and I haven't, uh, and I think it's catching up to them. And unsurprisingly, I don't think Houston's pitching staff is very good either. But the way they've shut them down in the last couple of weeks, a uh, couple of games have been incredible, uh, in my opinion. Uh, Brent Martineau. Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz here on a Thursday. We are live at String Sports Brewery in Springfield. Be here until 6 o'clock. Brent buys a beer. Submarine Mike behind us made the trip over, and he's uh, redeemed his beer about, um, I don't know if it was last week, a couple weeks ago. Who will we buy a beer for today? Uh, we will, well, unveil that before the end of the show, and you will know, and then you get 30 days to come redeem it. Uh, we got a couple people on the board anyway, so make sure you come on out to Strings, or you're wasting my money if you don't come out here. Hey, do you know who that was in the sound, by the way? I was kind of waiting for you to 
Oh, uh, because I was going to give you a chance to—I was going to give you a chance to say that he was a waste of money and all those things, but. Oh, that's interesting. I thought uh, my initial thought was that was Schwarber, but now that you're saying it's a waste of money, was it Sale? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, listen, I, I have a hard time being overly critical of Sale. Yesterday, I got out of the big jam. It was one nothing. Was it after five innings? It's one nothing. I mean, Red Sox, you're, you can't pitch and play defense. Like, we know that, so hit. Like, I, I thought Sale didn't – Sale gave his cha- team a chance to to take command of that game, and they didn't do it. So, uh, and tip your cap to Valdez, I think it was. Val- Valdez? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he pitched a heck of a game. But um, I think that was more on the bats, and then I know the score gets ugly, but, but that's because the bullpen then – had to come into play, and you, you can't dictate the game. I mean, the game flow to me is so important in any sport, and the game flow really changed uh, because, quite frankly, the Red Sox couldn't hit. I mean, the, ga- they, the Red Sox lost 9-2, to I think it was, the night before. They gave up 7 in the ninth inning. Well, it was 2-2 going in the ninth. I mean, you had three hits. If you go up 4-2 to going in the ninth, everybody feels differently about it, and I doubt they score seven runs. So game flow certainly matters uh, in, in my estimation. Uh, I sent this to Casey today. I did not send this to uh, Austin. He cool. might have seen it, but no, this nice. is intentional. Okay, so I, I got, got a game. Okay, I got a little game for you. Okay, uh, the top 100 most valuable brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to name all 100. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously, if you could name five out of the top ten. I'll give you a little leeway here. Okay. You can do five it. Five out of, of the, the top 100. Br- five, I'm sorry, what now? Just any kind of brand. Brands. Here, and I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So Nike is number 11, so they're not in the top 10. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to say Nike. You, you got this. Have. No. No, I, I think I got this. Okay, so you, your bet is that Austin can get this. How many five, I got to name? Five of 10? All day. Five, oh, of, five 10. of 10. Five of 10, and he wasn't going to name Nike. I wasn't going to name That does Nike. worry me. And I'm Nike not going to lie. Nike was 11. No, I want to not name it Nike. Do you, do you totally understand the concept of the game? Yeah, I have to okay. name companies that dominate, basically. Then do it. Amazon. Chat, you yes. betcha. Apple. Chat, you betcha. Microsoft. It, was Apple number one? You yeah, just, yeah that, you just hit one, two, and three. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you got any more brain busters? All right, so hey, I got two hey, more. Hey, here's what I would say. You got two more? Yeah, hold up one second, please. <laughs> All right, so two more. Um... I don't want to get any wrong here. So, all right, brands, big branding. Um, man, I'm Action trying to think. Not a good Amazon, guess. Uh, Brent Martino. So, I, I want to say Sony. Uh, he's got pressure on him now. He's putting pressure uh, on him. I'm not going to say Sony. <laughs> man, I started up so hot too. Like I started way too hot, man. Uh, I'm gonna just take a guess. I know, but I, I'm not trying to mess this up here. You have Amazon, you have Amazon, Microsoft, Apple. You, uh, I gave you Nike was not in the top ten. Yeah, I wasn't. So gonna you say have Nike. one, two, and three. It's Apple, Amazon, Microsoft. You have to name seven more brand. Or you have to name two more brands yeah. to win the game. You have seven uh, in the others in the top ten. Um, I'm not you have g- until I, the end of I, the I, segment to do okay, it. Okay, I was gonna say General Warners, but no, there's not that close to General Warners. Um. Man, it's got to be like technological stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, we had the right idea. Like, like Bitcoin. 
No. Does, does that count as a brand? No. no. That's no. not a brand? Not yet. Okay. M2 Cash, maybe someday. Okay. Man, I'm drawing a blank now. You were just kind of in the general area for a couple of them. Yeah, like software stuff. Well, well, you've kind of done software a little bit with Microsoft and Apple, yeah. but you still have a couple more to go. In terms of software? Well, um, I mean, it, the sort of. kind of world, it feels like. I mean, what a... One for sure. It's not Dell. Okay, it's not Dell. Um, no. I don't even know. I said, TVs. Oh, well, I said Sony, but Sony's not going to be one. No. no. Try another. Not Sony, but... Sam, okay, Samsung is yep, big. Yep. Okay, yeah, so Samsung is that, big. That, by the way, Casey, surprises me that that's fifth overall on this list. And okay. up 20% from whatever. I don't know what it's up 20% from, but it's up 20%. Sounds pretty good. See, yeah. now I would say, like, vi video games got to be up there. No. Okay. <laughs> no. You got this. Uh, one more. Companies. Look big. Hmm. Look straight? I don't want to do that. You said look straight. Look straight. Casey, I, I, dude, I, I suck at charades, man. I don't know what that means. What's on your screen right now? Oh, YouTube. Oh, man, YouTube? Well, no. No. Oh. <laughs> but how'd you get there? You, you get there? Because I'm watching YouTube TV. What? Right, but how did you get to YouTube TV? Oh, Google. Oh, ah, Very good, oh, Casey. Oh, yeah, so Google is eBay, not eBay, but is, YouTube's got to be top. Ten? No, no, I don't. I don't think it's classified. No, no, Netflix is twenty sixth. Really? Netflix, by the way, is thirty uh, sixth. Really? Yep. Huh. Think. Uh, uh, just think. Well, you already got your five in the yeah, way. I I know. Um, yeah, I got my five. Think about uh, fast food. Oh, so like the what's the corporation though? It's like the not nah, the goodie. You, you don't have to guess. Don't overthink it. Well, we're saying brands like. Let's, okay, let's so, play. so McDonald's? There it is. Yes. Okay. McDonald's. Okay. And, but isn't that uh, a Okay. Think, uh, so think soda. Okay, so like Coke or Pepsi? Yep. Coca-Cola. Okay. Thankfully, Pepsi isn't even close. To, uh, it's 28th. Okay. Um, think cars. Um, I'm not going to say Ford. I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> don't think American cars. No, for sure. This has got to be like, a, I don't know, like who, BMW? Nah, close. Mercedes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. BMW, by the way, is, if I'm seeing that right, is 12. Okay. By, by the way, what caught my attention, again, I don't know what it's up from, but Tesla is up 184% and in 14th. Yes. All the way to 14. How about that? I don't know if this is like a year-to-year -year thing, but... Well, that's because you're, you know, you're... Is Virgin still up there? Because I'm thinking guys that went to the moon now, they have so much money. So Bezos, <laughs> yeah. Elon Musk, is, is Virgin Mobile or whatever Virgin... We'll share some others, is? but okay. uh, Apple's one, Amazon two, Microsoft three, Google four, Samsung five, then Coca-Cola, Toyota, Mercedes, Toyota. McDonald's, and Disney round out the top ten. Uh, uh, 11 is Nike, 12 is uh, BMW, and 14 is Tesla, 15 is Facebook, Louis Vuitton is 13. How about that? I would have guessed all day and never got Louis Vuitton That's in the crazy. top 15. Uh, maybe I'll share more of these as we go, but we'll talk sports next. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690, live from String Sports Brewery.